Hey, Street Fight friends and family. How are you doing? Staying strong, keeping on and on. That's what we need you to do. We need you to come back every week and tell us your tales of turmoil, of wonder, of joy. Uh, give us a call. It's a free for all. 614-655-3887. That's the number you want to dial. Talk to Brian and I. Ask us advice. Tell us a story. Sing us a song. Uh, we're here until 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do it every single Sunday night. It's a street fight call-in night. It's uh, happening on twitch.tv slash Radio. Go over there. Um, hang with the gang. Act orangutan. You know, orangutan. They changed the name on that on me, so I can do the, the, the rhyme as well without feeling like I'm saying it wrong. But if you want to not do that you can just listen as a podcast that's how most people do it and the top tier podcast listeners head over to their pod bean areas their pod raiders and they give us five stars and tell people about it um and then if you want to keep this thing rolling you want to make sure that um this these um columbus hillbillies can keep rolling uh, the Clampets from Columbus uh, can be supported by heading over to patreon.com slash Radio for bonus content from uh, the illustrious uh, Brian Quinby and his sick and disgusting mind uh, for conservative content. Yep. That is, I am sick. I'm actually sick. So, uh, yeah. Okay. I fucked the whole thing up here. I probably shouldn't be sick. To tell you the truth, uh, this is three weeks old. Took two COVID tests three weeks ago. They came back negative. I was like, well, I must not be sick. My <laughs> Lord. Then, I mean, you, you cannot even get COVID to save your life. No. You I had so many COVID. other sicknesses behind besides COVID, I feel like. Well, and then, I don't know. Every time I was taking a lot of fucking ibuprofen because I was like, fuck, I'm getting headaches all the time. And I'd be lifting and getting headaches and I'd be snotting all over myself and getting headaches. And I was like, man, I must have just picked up a lot of snot recently is like okay. what I thought, like that I turned into a guy that gets snot, which never been one. Never. I blew my first snot rocket two weeks ago ever in my life. Oh, that's so sad. You, you didn't have a dad. I just didn't have a lot of snot. I didn't need to. And I suck it down through my throat and spit it out of my mouth. That's how I handle snot. My dad would fire one in a bush if he had to. And it would get (laughs) fucking dangly on his mustache. A little green worm would be hanging off. Yeah. So I thought I was just, I just became a snot guy, which is not a, like, it's not a real thing. I mean, my wife, your body started hoarding snot. Yeah, well, my wife uses tissues constantly. We always got to have tissues around the house. There's always tissues everywhere. So I thought, like, well, maybe I just, I'm her now. Like, like and now I'm a guy that has to carry around tissues or whatever. Addicted. So uh, I, 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 uh, yesterday, I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go take a walk. I don't know if I feel right. I'm not going to work out. But I got close to the gym. And I was like, I can just go do a workout, you know, go yeah. do, do a in. leg day. Hop in not, and pump. It's not your arms. You know what I mean? It's, it's like it was just a leg day. It didn't feel like a big deal. But when I got home from it, I was like, well, first of all, craziest thing. Gwen calls, Gwen sends me a text and is like, my phone speaker's broken. 
And, you know, I don't have the insurance on the phone because I'm not a fucking rube. I, I know they ain't going to fix the goddamn phone, you know? Uh, like, <laughs> I, I know they're not going to fix the phone. I know it. I've tried it too many times. Never works out. They're like, oh, that's not, that's not actually covered with, you know, whatever the phone thing is. Uh, I go, have you tried getting the gunk out of it? Because that's, uh, that's usually the problem, right? You, like, look down at the bottom of the speakers, and they're just chock full of gunk. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's like, I blew, I blew in it. And I was like, no, dude. You got to take a toothpick to that fucking shit and, like, really dig it out. She's like, I don't know. I don't see any gunk. So I'm like, okay. When I leave the gym, I'll stop by the coffee shop, and I'll take a look at your phone. I fucking get there. I get the phone in my hand. I restart it, and the speaker's working again. And I'm like, dude, every single time something happens with your phone that never happens, turn it off and turn it back on. And nine, it's such a high percentage of the amount of times that it fixes your phone because all electronics have to be rebooted sometimes. Your phone just can't always be on and not develop yeah. issues. It grows that, weary. Yeah, it fixed it. So I go home and play Legos for a bit while I'm waiting for her. It's like, you guys want to go to the, they, you know, they want to go to the arts festival. I don't actually at this point because I feel horrible. I want to lay on the couch and sleep and just not do anything for the rest of the day. But instead, I go to the art festival. <laughs> I walk there, I walk around the fucking thing, and then I walk home. And then today I woke up and I was like, I can't, I literally, I couldn't even sit at the table and do Legos. I am just so sick from not listening to myself over and over and over again. But yeah, I did it's a terrible idea. I did do something yesterday at the uh, art, <clears throat> art festival because I, I, I had the family with me. I bought art, first of all, which is congratulations. Crazy. Yeah, but I actually didn't buy it for me. I got Legos, but Gwen got art. And uh, yeah, I mean, support some local artists sometimes, you know. From El Lego, yeah. Well, I didn't walk around talking about how everything costs three hundred fifty dollars either. That's like everybody there is like. I mean, oh, the first thing I heard when I walked across the threshold of the art festival was, "I mean, why does it cost that much?" And it's like, "Oh my god!" And you hear it the whole time you're there. The whole fucking time. When really? normal people get around art, they freak out about how much it costs. One. And two, they wear the craziest t-shirts in the world. I don't think I've been in a general <laughs> audience uh, situation in two years since COVID. Like, hey, 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 you know, like the fourth. Well, I guess we did the fourth of July last year. But man, was I noticing t-shirts yesterday where it was just like. Whole, Any highlights? What? Any highlights? The the one there's one that said uh, "wife" for the woman and "hubby" for the man, and on the back it said "married nineteen, and then on the wives it said "since ninety nine, so they could I, walk together. Yeah, and yeah. you can like get a the billboard. whole idea. <laughs> billboard of love. Yeah, it was crazy. I, mean, I dig that. I think the most shocking thing about t-shirts 
in in person now is how many people buy the computer generated t-shirts yeah i think that's the mind-blowing thing to me is that like we see those shirts and people will post them on twitter sometimes and we'll all goof on them and shit and buy ah, you know look at those goofy shirts everybody fucking buys those shirts everybody so uh yeah, they're amazing yeah they're wild. the phones just went down i think did the phones go down <clears throat> the night the phones went down that's the night that the phones went down on street fight they should yes. they lost our dun, sound dun, 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 dun. they lost they the lost sound, sound in uh in the room i'm looking now they're saying it's back oh okay well hey it's good that it's back but yeah so the moral of the story um, is don't just imagine every sickness is covid and then when you don't have covid why don't we just if you're sick you're sick you know yeah for which sure. i never believe in ever in my whole life and the next time this happens i'll do the same fucking thing and uh but it's, um maybe yeah look into how bad it is maybe yeah it's gotten real bad just you know stress yourself i mean you're allowed to be restful you're allowed to yeah. like i mean all mammals do it i went down today i did actually you ran back to the point of exhaustion yeah I, I had to watch a movie uh for a podcast i'm doing this week for uh have you seen this actually is the podcast i'm doing they made me watch uh they wanted me to watch a gen x movie fun uh so i watched sfw by the way i'm an expert on gen x movies since you know I was a teenager when they were coming out and uh loudest movie I've ever heard. And then I started to think and I was like, all these are the loudest movies anybody's ever heard. And it's not like a movie with violence in it. It's not like, it's not like guns and airplanes and shit flying around. I love that. It's just like the music back then was so much louder than it is now. Like I got, I saw the Jurassic park movie at a theater this weekend very stupid everybody should see it um i went, saw it at the theater this weekend and uh it was quieter than this movie that i watched <laughs> what do you mean by quiet though like banging pots and pans talking loud it was just it was they were playing guar was one of the bands in it they had like they were like playing or playing part of the, uh, the plot sound garden and everybody in the movie jake Busey's a big character in the movie everybody in the movie is screaming everybody nobody in the movie talks like normal they all fucking scream sounds it like is a so rock nuts. club sounds like a dope rock club yeah well i liked singles when i was too young to even understand what the movie was about I don't, well i was like 14 but like single people in seattle oh. washington <laughs> single people yeah, in their one. 30s in seattle washington shouldn't have appealed to me but i think i saw it seven thousand times you learned, probably learned a lot about life <laughs> yeah yeah man yeah. what a weird time uh gen x is it's weird the generation thing for people my age doesn't like actually work because like I have been both called uh, 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 Gen X and a millennial. 1979 oh, is when it is. Someone said Xenial, too. Someone made up that word. Oh, really? Is that the new one? Zoomers? Xenial is like uh, straddling the line. 
Of course, yeah. Yeah, it's You're me. That's me. Because um, I'm 43. I was born in 1979. Mm. And then they always tell you when you are who you are. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, you know, if you were born in 1978, you're this back thing. And if you're born in 1982, you're this thing. You're Gen X or something. It's yeah. just like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just, just I'm a dude. I'm just a dude, man. Hey, man, just a dude trying to be a guy. Um, <clears throat> I had a pretty, I've had a uh, really productive week, actually. Uh, I've avoided drinking for the what? whole week. Yeah. And uh, have been getting up early and, uh, playing board games by myself, having a lot of fun. Um, and so uh, yesterday I went to the garage sales near me. So I have a garage sales update for, I have a garage sales story to tell you that's going to break your heart. Um, a friend of mine said, Hey, there's garage sales happening at nine. Some other guys invited me to go Frisbee golfing with them at 10. And so I got up at eight and I was like that person that was out at like eight fifty. I was sitting in front of the house that I wanted to go to because on the flyer, it said they had a video game console and I'm like, all right, that's worth money. Always. <laughs> I wait. I just want to say, I don't like that. It said I, for me, it's like video game console really will make Consoles. you a little, because it could, Oh, souls. Okay. I thought you were saying yeah. just one console where it's like, they could have just said which one it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think they should be more specific, but they just put down a couple of things. So I show up to that house and there's nobody outside and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And so I see another sale right across the street and I walk over there and I start looking around. And then, you know, a couple minutes go by and I see this dude behind in the house behind me, the one I was going to, this dude like throws the front door open and comes rushing outside and just... Uh, un- like puts a fold up table out, right? And then, like, his wife comes out with a baby on front on the front of her, and they're just like dragging shit in boxes <laughs> to the front of their yard as fast as they can, which made me laugh because I have done that before with Charlotte. Um, when we like could not get up early, but we said we were going to have a yard sale, so we just scrambled to throw all our trash in the front yard. <laughs> um, so, anyways, he comes out. I see this guy behind me turn around and walk over there and I, I need to work on my killer instinct. I was too casual about it. I finished up looking at the sale. And as I started to walk over, I just see him holding this huge stack of PlayStation two games and PlayStation three games and a PlayStation two and a PlayStation three. And I hear the fucking guy say, honestly, man, if you can just take all of it, I'll make you a deal. Like I'll make you a killer deal. And I just wanted to die inside because <laughs> that damn old man got it instead of me. Well, you think I, he, he's giving, he, what do you, he's selling it too. Do you think like at, for a, sure. at a store? He probably he got a store. He, he was like a 56 year old man. Yeah. He, he it's the same kind of, it's what I'm going to be in 20 years. I mean, it's just, dudes that can file through trash and make it into treasure <laughs> that's yeah. like you just have to have a mind and an eye for it and uh yeah that's all it was. i'm sure it was. but uh, you know what i also do i mean also i loved it because like i mean a lot of people say like i don't want to have a garage sale because i w- want people like in my shit and i always thought it was like come on it's just to make money but 
now I've been going regularly and it really is like inviting someone into your life for like a little bit, like all the trends, all this, this shit you gave up on, you know, uh, the upgrades you had in your life to your first, all of it. Um, and I, fuck, I don't know. I love going out and talking to people, people, just decent people are so fucking weird to me. Yeah. Everybody's fucking weird. That's yeah, what I was yeah. saying. That's what I, I mean, those, the, the, the people at that art festival, it was just like, I haven't, I just was like, I haven't mixed with Gen Pop in a really long time because yeah. I just was like all over everybody's shirts. I was yeah. so busy with shirts and getting mad. I was getting mad, like, and it should I shouldn't have been mad because the Columbus Art Festival is pretty good. It's 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 not like a junky art festival or anything, but like the people that like just paint Iron Man. And like the the horseshoe, the Ohio State stuff, I just don't know why I get infuriated by that. But then I think in my fucking carny mind, God damn, that's probably good money. That probably that's the guy that comes to this thing and fucking makes a boatload of cash because he paints Iron Man. You know, over and over again. Iron Man as Brutus Buckeye. Superman. Batman. Like Superman hanging out with Batman. Like, I wish yeah. I, I like the pop culture stuff. Man, I'm like a pop culture guy. But like, could it be about literally something other than superheroes and Mario from Nintendo? I saw one yeah. thing, one piece yesterday that was like a pop culture reference that I, I think I'm because it's at a permanent gallery. I think I'm going to go back and buy it. Uh, it is a <laughs> it is a painting of Scott Steiner cutting the promo where he does the math for how much of a chance he has in the three way with Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle. And it has the promo painted on it while he's doing it. And I'm like, you went. It's still for me. It's still a little bit on the nose, sort of like, it's not like, I don't know. I like the promo, but it's still like pretty mainstream for a guy like me, like that promo, but it is still TNA. So it's like, most people don't know it. And, and I might have a little Scott Steiner piece in my house, but I didn't buy it. He was like, he, he told me, he was like, you know what I do is I, pay, if I, if I need some money, I just paint a picture of the macho man and it sells in like two seconds. Smart. You know, like guys like me are so stupid because I remember when homage, the t-shirt place in town started selling wrestling shirts. I was like, it's all fucking stone cold, Steve Austin and the ultimate warrior and Hulk Hogan. I don't want that shit. You know that? And it's like, but that's what people want. Like real people want. They don't like want a Chris hero shirt. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, I also here's some good here's some other garage sale advice related to that. Um, if you see someone a garage sale that has one of those like Bosu balls, like those yoga balls that are actually an office chair, you should just pass the garage sale completely because those are people are suckers and like they do not have valuable shit. They just only have like sucker shit. <laughs> They're as seen on TV, bro. Yeah. They're yeah. just the most popular. They only do. They are subject to the worst of trends. Basically, they but, do not buy any. They buy stuff that is immediately worth half its value. As as they, any, none of that stuff is worth shit, though. Like I would a think Bosu ball, not a Bosu ball, but you know what I mean. Like 
they're no, I'm hands. saying that's the indicator. I'm saying no, oh. I'm saying that's the indicator. If you see one sitting in their yard, the rest of what they have is probably like the most like the yeah, junk. probably the <laughs> on the notes junk. Iron Man DVDs. They have <laughs> iron, they have Iron Man DVDs. Yeah. God, I mean that should be worth something because people were all largely off DVDs at that point. <laughs> yeah. And then I actually I actually advice. Okay. Uh also, those uh, those indoor herb garden sets that they sell, those little like machines that you put the pods in, mm-hmm. everybody's dump- dumping them. There are ways to fucking. They're run. out. There's just every single one has one. Like, just go drive around at 6 p.m. on a Sunday, and there'll be a ton by the edge of the fucking road. They're done. They're out. It's over. They never we don't do worked. that no more. You can do it in a pot <laughs> if you if you need a fucking like if you need a, a whole apparatus like it's just not for you. You're not a green thumb. Yeah. Man, I almost, I mean, like, I wanted to buy, like, several pieces of art, but, like, some of the stuff was, like, I felt like a hack, so I was just, like, you know what, I'm not gonna do it. I should have bought the Scott Steiner thing. Everything that I almost bought was something, there was one thing, right, that I really thought was, like, cool, and it was Chucky and the Bride of Chucky, but it wasn't a painting, It was, they were, like, figures that somebody painted and then put on a little stage like a diorama yeah but i'm not like a chucky and the bride of chucky fan like i'm i just liked it this sounds like an art carnival or like carnival art this sounds like what you're describing for me here no there was a lot of really cool looking stuff it was just that stuff is like sixteen thousand dollars so it's like "Mm, yeah i don't think i can afford that like i looked at a lot of very beautiful stuff I tell you, there's a people close to you that are making stuff that's usually affordable if you want to get something that's like original and, you know, yeah. um, I mean, I got, I went to, a, I went to one and, uh, met this dude, uh, Flipco and he like puts clowns in front of like, uh, in front of like plaid and shit. Uh, and I fucking love it. I love, I have love, I love clown stuff. Uh, so I bought it and it was like a hundred bucks and it's fucking amazing. It looks awesome. And yeah. like, you know, Wavy can hook you up with a painting for for cheap. I uh, have one. He does. He Hanging does. In my yeah. house. But yeah, I don't know. I I just feel like yeah, people do think it's it's expensive when you go to places like that. Um, there is a little bit of like, um, there's a lot of people that are just like, I charge this amount, and that may there are whales. There are like people with a lot of money that go to these events and maybe do want to drop fourteen thousand dollars. Um. But you know, I mean, it gives them a place to to offer that shit. Them fucking That's sculptures, true. those outdoor sculptures that they're them. just like thirty nine thousand dollars. You're like, oh, sure, yeah, fuck, yeah, like on my Amex black card, please. Yeah, I did have some news though yesterday. I I on, on the way home, we were starving. Had to stop and get something to eat. Uh, stopped at a place that it just sounded good. We were walking by it called Nada, which is a uh, uh, it's a nice re- Mexican restaurant. We get in there. Uh, I order my food. Uh, it had habaneros in it. I had two oh, no. dishes last night with habaneros in it. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and it gave so me I that. Had, it, it unlocked the power to pronounce it correctly. Habanero. Yes. Uh, so I had, uh, wait, no, it was only one dish. I'm lying about the two. I was going to say okay. the queso had habanero in it, but that's a lie because all three of us were eating it. And there's no way they would have eaten it without complaining. Uh, and I, I'll say this about my habanero experience. 
Um, I didn't complain at all about it. Period. Wow. Oh yeah, I just ate the shit. You know, um, and it was so fucking hot, and yeah. it did have a little bit of flavor. Uh, I think that flavor was mostly the carnitas and the tomatillos, but uh, I was like, oh, that's pretty hot. You know, I kept saying, oh, that's pretty hot, and they right. didn't. Unfortunately, with these fancy restaurants, they don't give you a bottomless pop. Um, they just give Yikes. you like a Mexican Sprite for $5. Yikes. I bought a bottle of Sprite for $5 last night. I'm like, at least offer two liters. Mm -hmm. I mean, two yes. Two for the table. For me, only $5. For me too. Yeah, just for I me. Mean, I mean, fine. I, listen. They can put I'm it in sure a champagne Mexican bucket and you can pour your own glasses up <laughs> I'm sure Mexican Sprite is like good or whatever. I can't tell yeah. the difference between Mexican use, Coke and regular Coke and Mexican Sprite. They, I think they're the same. They use thing. agua. That's the difference. They use agua. <laughs> yeah. I could not, absolutely did not tell any difference. And a glass bottle, uh, look, I'm drinking out of a glass bottle right now. I don't have a problem. I don't, but I'm not impressed by this glass bottle. You know, it doesn't impress me at all. It's not really? worth it is not worth four dollars because what 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 it looks like a glass uh, a 12 ounce glass bottle of sprite that's worth a dollar 19. you yeah. know someone the, hand my salmon hand blew that glass it's yeah so some fucking motherfucker at the restaurant is like oh we can get four dollars out of that we can get four dollars profit mm -hmm. out of that primo yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. This is from these gringos have never had this shit, and people don't even know this because I don't talk about it very much because I always get grief for it. Um, I have like what I call a two a two pop dinner, and then a one pop dinner. Now, almost okay. every night is a one pop dinner. You know, uh -huh. currently it's Diet Pepsi. I bring my Diet Pepsi out with my dinner. I drink, I drink that. That's it. It's the only pop I'm going to drink with my dinner, okay? Now, if I'm having steak, that's a two-pop dinner, you know? This is just a lot, you know? You get the whole steak with all the fixings. You're going to do a two-pop dinner. Now, last night with those habaneros, that was a two-pop dinner. I, if right. I was anywhere else, I would have been like, hey, you know, Picture. refill this. Picture $5 for... Refill free refills, fine with it. That's cool with me too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Free refills. The Mexican Coke is the biggest ripoff in the world. Um, so anyway, they go, I eat it, I make it through, I feel real good. I walk home, I'm still feeling okay. Uh, everybody's taking a shower and stuff, and I sit and do Legos and I drop one on the floor. And I have to get down on my hands and knees on the floor to search for the Lego that I had dropped mm -hmm. on the floor. I got a rug under it. You know, it's very hard to find them when they fall because the rug's different colors. So you have to feel around with your hands. So I'm down there a couple of minutes and uh, the shit starts to come back up. Gerd. Yikes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Spilling. And uh, worst pain I've ever felt in my entire life. <laughs> Some of the that habanero came back up 
and got in my throat, it took an hour before it was like I was able to just be normal and relax because yeah. uh, so it's great. So, it lets you know, it lets you know you're alive, makes you feel alive. Also, I always feel like when you have super hot shit and it's super hot out, it's like, you know, it's not as hot as my fucking tongue is right now outside. So I'm fine yeah. hanging out on this patio outside. Also, I wasn't, uh, yeah. fi- I wasn't, I wasn't complaining until that happened. Like I thought it was all good and everything, but once that happened, it was just like, I don't know. I don't, I probably shouldn't have had a habanero. I probably yeah. somebody in the chat said I'm saying it wrong. So then yeah. I switch back to habanero. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. I just am like, yeah, I'm just and yes. The other thing I want to say, Rachel Atwood in the chat says sugar versus corn syrup. Let me they taste the same. Sugar and corn syrup to me taste exactly the same. I think. Uh-huh. I've never had like both of them together. Like I, I've never okay. had a spoon of just, corn syrup and a spoon of sugar, but if you, I could a hundred, I will say this with 100% certainty that I could take a Mexican Coke and an American Coke. I could pour them in a glass and 100% of the time people wouldn't be able to know there were two different drinks. One, there is zero difference exactly the same anyway i've moved on to joe t i'm a joe t guy now okay uh, half peach tea half lemonade that's joe t they Jody. Make it, yeah if you live Thanks, in uh, new jersey and you can mail me some joe t because i'm trying to get my hands on the grapefruit lemonade and also the black cherry lemonade and uh basically all the lemonades and they only sell them in six packs and I, uh, I don't need six of them. I just need six of them. Like I want six different bottles of the Joe T. You know, uh-huh. variety sure. pack. They don't sell a variety pack. Okay. Uh, is that do can people tr- can people trade in Joe T's for old treats that you're done with? Oh, my wife threw the blondies away. They're gone. Uh, blondies no. are gone. Um, I do have a couple of almond joys when I thought I was headed to almond joy treats. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, nah, I'm not into it. I'm not into uh Joe I'm not into the tea. Uh not I am into Joe tea. I'm not into the almond joy. I have a few like hundred grands left from when I thought I was heading in that direction. That didn't work out. And then I have some cinnamon treats that also didn't work out. I'm I'm into caramellos and uh Reese's cups now. Well, actually, recent uh, sticks, but I couldn't get the sticks today because I had an old thing going on. But sticks, sure, yeah, yeah, okay. I did, before we take calls, I, have to tell, I did want to tell one quick story a triumphant moment I had yesterday for parents. Um, I went to a kid's birthday and they got a blow up and they got an obstacle course. Which, let me ask your opinion about this real quick. I thought bad idea because it's just an obstacle course, and then after 30 minutes, like, what do you do, right? Yeah, I've always felt that with obstacle. They would have to be a mile long before it was something that I would enjoy. They fucking loved it. They went haywire. It was good. It was a good purchase. You know, um, what should, let me ask you this: What would you be, man? Oh, I just thought of one now. The Eliminator. If they would just 
have a traveling eliminator? eliminator? Do you remember the eliminator from uh, American mm. Gladiators? That's the last thing you had to do. Now oh. that I would do over and over. That's something I would do. You know. So these Ninja Warrior gyms should have an eliminator. Everything. There should be an eliminator in every city that you can just fucking test your strength in. I mean, honestly, you could do all of the gladiator stuff. This is yeah, they have this is everywhere now. I was thinking it was the tennis ball thing. No, that's assault. That's called assault. Oh yeah. The eliminators, yeah. You can go to Ninja City, you can go to there's all kinds of goofy ninja warrior gyms now. Oh, okay. It's this all this stuff. It's so fucking hard though. Those places are like some of those are made for like extreme athletes. Like I don't understand. I went to one of these uh, Ninja City gym things and was just like, I don't have the arm strength to just like take pegs out of a wall and then put them in a higher place, you know, pull myself yeah. by, by one fucking arm <laughs> and peg walk up a wall. Like, no, I'm a, I'm a dad. I'm not like uh, I don't have time for that shit. That's that that shit's too hard. The eliminator isn't I mean the American gladiator yeah. stuff is like a lot easier than okay, the American Ninja saying. Warrior shit's impossible. The sure. American gladiator stuff, I used to watch it as a kid. And it's like it's like you run up a conveyor belt that's going the other way and then you climb a, a net. And <laughs> like it's it's like basically gym. If there's a rope, I'm fucked. But other than that, I could probably do the whole thing. Yeah, I did that tough. Mo- I did the uh, rugged. You can we could do one of those rugged games things. I'll do that with you. It's the same thing. It's pretty close. The tough mutter. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. I loved it. I had a really good time. Uh, oof, I got to get in shape. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was a lot of arm stuff, but you can go right around and a ton of people go around. It's like all fun. Everybody's having a great time. You get to do all kinds. They had I, I loved that thing because they had a giant blow up slide but like adult size. I mean, to the point where like you were going downhill and I was like starfish and was like, had no controllers. It was this <laughs> shit. It was like the best slide I've been on before. It was so fun. Yeah. That's uh, the thing about like the, cause I did that one thing a long time ago, the, uh, uh, at a water park, the, you hold on to the like handlebar basically. And you go down the wire. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, wait, what is it? Yeah, I think they they're zip line. They got them everywhere now. But you hold on to a oh uh, yeah, and and it's like you go down the hill, and then at the one I did, you just drop off over right. over the water. And that's uh, I thought that was fucking really fun. And that that's also part of the eliminator. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's like everything I've ever wanted to do is on the eliminator. And you're right. In the day, this day of pop-ups and like just taking old abandoned warehouses and transforming them into Instagram experiences, Eliminator experience probably has legs. I think that you could get something out of that. Uh, I mean, because normal guys can, because normal people can, if you did an American Gladiators pop-up experience, that was all stuff that normal people could do. I mean, you obviously you might get blown up or you have to be a little fit. But like, if you could, like, you guys went to that happy thing. You've gone to those pop-up experiences. If you could just go to a place and play Breakthrough and Conquer or fucking uh, the ball thing where you yeah. run and throw the ball in and shit like that. Like, if you could do something like There's, that, that would be fucking fun, man. I would do that in a second. 
just to help the person who's writing the business plan down right now. Also use like um, local, like Instagram fitness people to, to be your gladiators. Oh God, if they had gladiators, I was just thinking me there's against a, you. There's if a jump rope gladiators. girl. There's this amazing like United States jump rope girl in uh, Columbus that I would be perfect for like shooting tennis balls at people. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got to get this to happen. If you could get the American gladiators pop-up experience. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you could just compete with like six of your friends. That's a fucking escape room I would do. Like, yeah. not in a, that's not an escape room, but that is a concept of a thing that I wouldn't shudder when I go to leave the house to do, you know? You're going to pay $90 for that experience? I would pay $180. Okay, I'm in, I'm with you as well. I agree. Most people <laughs> shudder at that stuff. I mean, people are like, "Yeah, gosh, it costs a lot to go to a race," and you're like, "Uh, they have to bring 25 cars. They have to pack <laughs> them up on trucks and drive a whole crew and do it for three days." Yeah, yeah. There's like 30 fucking guys out there standing next to those cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are expensive because they're expen. Things are expensive. That's the main issue. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, I, go ahead. You go. No, I was just going to finish my story. Oh, go for it. Sorry. Um, it's fine. Uh, so anyways, there was an obstacle course there. And so none of the adults like got like really, it was so hard to do it as an adult. You really got like um, caught up and like kids had it way easier. Um, but I immediately figured out this trick where I could jump off of the top of this hill and completely land or jump over the, the next obstacle and miss it completely and land right in the hole to the exit. Um, <laughs> so I, I ended up beating a couple kids and I ended up tying. Never mind. I didn't beat any kids. I could only tie. I would like leap and jump over, like completely go over the obstacle. Um, I tied all the kids. Uh, then the birthday boy, who was like the smallest, and it was the easiest for him to get through everything. Um, I tied him twice. And on the last time, I jumped in the air and I landed in like the perfect way where I could just kick like donkey kick and fly out the end of this obstacle course. And I beat him and he started fucking crying yeah. immediately. It was the can't shit. Beat it, it was the fucking shit. Parents yeah. win. Parents have power. Stop telling these kids they're superheroes because the parents are we're stronger and mightier. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but I also you, I I I make I make every, I make them do uh, the racing code, which is like, if you're going to race, you got to accept defeat. You cannot expect to win. That's you're not allowed to expect to win. Only if you earn it do you get to fucking win. And if you don't earn it, you have to deal with the the consequences. Yeah, I do. I do want to before we get to the calls, Brett. Mm -hmm. uh, Nitro from the American Gladiators. He has a podcast. So. Mm -hmm. I'm going to check in with nitro this week. <laughs> Fun. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, and so, I, and then, I, so but the, the kid did end up changing his mind and saying that I was the best at it. Yep. Uh, which was a growing moment for him because he had never admitted that anyone was bigger, better, better, stronger than him before. <laughs> yeah. That was a growing a kid moment. on his birth. It's hard. They don't understand. Also. Can I say this? They don't like kids don't fucking understand that. Like you, it's hard to, it's hard to convincingly do the job for them. Right. Yes. To like let them win. Feels, like I'm not, it feels I'm awful not a, inside. Yeah. And well, and like, you just, know, I can't run this. You know, I don't run this slow. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm and trotting. I'm fucking trotting. Look at you running full speed. You can tell I'm trotting. The hardest part of pro wrestling <laughs> yeah. is like jobbing. It is mm-hmm. like right. take, selling. Basically, yep. is the hardest. They all say the hardest part of pro wrestling. The greatest pro wrestlers learn to sell better than everybody else. And like, it's a skill and it's really hard to do. And I've never been able to, I, I mean, like, I mean, kids won't necessarily be able to tell, but then sometimes they'll just be like, sometimes they'll just be like, I can tell you're not trying. You're like, well, fuck dude. If I try, I will destroy you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't have like a, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I you mean, gotta you gotta beat them instead. You got to beat them. I mean, these kids don't Sometimes. get a free ride. Yeah. Time to grow up. Also, why I did also, there was a one another kid beat him and then came up to me and said, hey, uh, he quit as soon as I won. And I was like, I mean, it's his party. He can cry if he wants to. That's the fucking rules. They do it. <laughs> Go for it. I don't mind. Yeah. Oh, they love one last that. thing. They love winning. One last thing. Greatest shit I've ever seen. Um, two kids on an, one of those big RC cars, like a Power Wheels thing. Um, one kid has the pedal. The other kid has the wheel. The pedal kid won't let up. The wheel kid is just recklessly moving it back and forth. And they slam right into the drink table. And it's fucking like juice and cups and like Sonos radios flying everywhere. It was the fucking shit. It was hilarious. That's very fun. And then everybody has to yell for like one minute and then, you know, be like, no, everybody was cool with it. We fucking laughed it off. Everybody thought it was fucking funny. And we just made sure they didn't get soaked in juice. Put the, put the, yeah, that's, I was surprised that no, because I was surprised it wasn't a problem because like, yeah, I feel like I got my arm ripped out of my socket for doing that, you know, at someone else's birthday party. I got taken home. (laughs) Like time to roll. All right. You ready for these calls? I am. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Oh, is this me? This is you. Oh, God. Oh, yay. Cool. Hey, you I made it. I like an echo. So is this where I... Yay, I did. So this is where I think I'm supposed to say long-time listener, first-time caller. Coolio. You can I say think. that for sure. Yeah. Okay. I've never All had... Right. We don't get a I lot of people that true. say that to us. We don't get a lot of people that say that to us, oh. so uh, it is actually oh, okay. flattering to hear it. I feel like a radio guy. Yeah, I do too. First time, long time oh, is well, uh, like it is like a honorific, a leftover honorific from the radio. Yeah, radio days, right? Um, okay, so this is Rachel, and what else am I supposed to say about myself? You got you know, it. it is- Mostly anonymous. People, some people are anonymous. You don't have to. No rules. There's no yeah. rules I'm on this Rachel. show. Am I supposed to do like? Okay. Am I supposed to do like she, her? Um, and works where for else? me. What, what, yeah. Um, we should probably do that. We probably should have that. Where are you from? Okay. Where I mean, I don't know. I think not from. Uh. Well, where I'm, I'm visiting family in Western Massachusetts. I listen to your show as a podcast for years and years, particularly I'm just uh, visiting the States. I uh, haven't really lived there for the last eight or nine years. And uh, your show, yeah, was kind of background noise for a lot of my travels. And um, I I didn't even think I would be here now, but it kind of, time kind of ran out and I I owed the folks a, a trip back. 
Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You couldn't say I don't want it. Where are you? Where are you coming from? Like what country? Well, I was living in Ukraine for the past five and a half years till this spring. Oh. Um, yeah, they're gonna make you. Come, so, they're gonna want yeah, you to come home. <laughs> my parents. Oh, I'm still going. I've, I've made sure to buy a, a round trip ticket. I'm heading back to at least to Germany next week. Uh, yeah, I left late in the day, you know, a few days after the, I left Kiev a few days after the war started with a backpack and a couple of cats. And, but I'm here, wow. I'm hoping to go back and get my stuff. Um, yeah, actually, uh, where to begin to talk about something that is useful, but again, yeah, mad, mad props to all the expats and foreigners who call in at like fuck o'clock in the morning on Mondays. I, I am not <laughs> yeah, it's cool. uh, as strong as day. Oh, am I, am I allowed we appreciate to appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, you go can wild. Say, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, okay. So, just saying, uh, relevant to stuff. Uh, I was not really. I, I think I'm pretty American, but there's things I miss, like these escape rooms that you're starting to like <laughs> uh, obstacle courses for kids versus escape rooms for adults. Uh, oh, that's another thing that where I was, there was not the um recreational weed for sale, unlike here. Actually, with the medical marijuana quite likely being fast-tracked basically to deal with people yeah dealing with immeasurable pain from the war which talk about disaster capitalism but yeah right next to the weed shop that i go to here there is this massive adult escape room that says welcome to the matrix i don't really understand what is this for like what Uh, what, what is the purpose of Mm. <laughs> it's goofy. Uh, again, it's a like I goofy. Said, I think I'm pretty American, but I've lost a lot of things. Certain things are um, over my head. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's for it's it works for Groupons. It's also a way to um, it's a way to take over a little office building um, or a little area, and you just set up a room that's locked and has clues and puzzles in it. So it's kind of like playing like a, a text based video game, like in real life. Um, except usually you do it with a group of people, which is kind of the fucking weird thing because I've heard of people doing it with like their work, their coworkers. And then someone, oh. as soon as they lock the door, someone is immediately like, I can't breathe in here. I can't breathe in here. Is there a way to get out of here? Someone like just has a panic attack out of nowhere. I've heard that from several people now that like, as soon as they hear the lock, lock clink and they're stuck in the room, they just can't handle it. That, and then people I, get well, real fucking weird. People change and uh, yeah, they get Com- they uh, they get confrontational. Uh, competitive. It's yes. it's but it's basically like these kinds of things. One of those kinds of things where work thinks, "Hey, this will be a great team building exercise. We're gonna go to this escape room and we're gonna escape." And then they ended up getting competitive. Somebody wants to be the leader, or two or three people want to be the leader, and then they start yelling at each other. It uh, is basically a thing that people do with work, and that, Brett also. Uh-huh. pointed out that it is a thing you do with groups of people so you can't really do it alone because if you do they'll just put you with somebody else's group <laughs> well and i'd also so, say I mean, to, just to, to jump just also real quick based upon what we were saying earlier that expendable money like the millennial people your average person they want to pay for experiences uh so people get tricked into like these new trends of of new things to try you know 
So is it like corporate rope courses, except you want to make sure that everybody hates each other immediately instead uh, of like in a couple of weeks? Is, is that basically it? No, escape room is, does not include ropes courses. The ropes courses no, are no, for just, they, oh, okay. they want to offer training that's for people that watch Ninja Warrior and want to go and train like that. People literally that want to go to the gym to learn how to do Ninja Warrior stuff. <laughs> you know, uh, or climb, you know, the, a lot of it's integrated with climbing is really popular right now. Exercise, um, people like, mm -hmm. sure. I don't know, in an effort to get people to work out, they're trying to get them to, to do anything besides, you know, like the old school stuff. Cause that doesn't tight work for rope. everybody. Yeah. Tight roping. He's <laughs> slacking. Mm -hmm. Tight rope's a big fucking thing. Now they actually have one at the park. I walk by now. They got a tight rope. The slack, I guess is what it's called. It's, it's, and, uh, uh, Every time I go by there, there's kids doing it. But I think when the summer's over and I'm out on my walk, I'm going to teach myself how to do that. Shouldn't be too hard. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Looks fun. A good idea. Fuck yeah, yeah, man. I love it. It's cool as fuck. Yeah. Um, so outdoor so park gyms was, are the best. I, I'd say the more. Yeah, go on. Sorry. So it was like oh, uh, you got out as soon as stuff started happening there. Uh, was any of the stuff well, happening I mean, near you? Uh, well, I could say I was long gone by then, but my neighborhood, uh, I mean, the my build, my home building was somehow spared, luck of the draw. Some of my neighborhood buildings were shelled pretty bad. I, I don't know about my neighbors who was, if anybody was still there. And the main shopping plaza up the street that was pretty new was blown to smithereens because stupid Russians thought that it was hiding like soldiers it's like it's you know it's hiding those kids toy like again it's hiding those kids bouncy rooms and the and like El Dorado which is the equivalent of a Home Depot it's like I uh, don't know at, and a gym so and a the equivalent of a Cinemax there's not there's not tanks and missiles in this place also a, a metro stop that had been in theory, going to be built, being built for like 20, 30 years and was actually going to happen maybe this year. And now it's totally from scratch. Yeah, I was gone by then. I left Kiev like the first full day of the war and left Ukraine about a week later than that. But um, yeah, it's, yeah, I kind of left slowly and in sorrow. But, um, it's, Do you it's want to go back? I mean, Kiev is itself. I do. I mean, I'm heading back to Germany next week and I'm hoping to kind of slowly make my way back east. Uh, I don't know how long I will stay there, but I mean, God bless them. My housemates have even made their back to Kiev just because their home village in, in the Northwest doesn't really have anything going on, um, like work-wise. But um, yeah, I I don't know how long I'll stay, but yeah, I, I want to. And I don't know, that's my whole life. And what i was i was i, I always want i always wonder in situations like this like how much of it like how much of it is apparent how much of the place where is it apparent that something's going on and how much of the place is like i don't know like when i think about something like this like i, I uh uh me and brett have been to protests that seem like the center of the fucking universe, you know, the, the J20 
mm-hmm. when Trump was being uh, inaugurated. It just like there's all these mm-hmm. people here, and it feels like everywhere is going. Every, if you extrapolate that to everywhere, right? And I and we were mm-hmm. talking about we've talked about this a few times, but we were standing next to a limo that was fucking on fire and the cops were throwing flashbangs at people and there were bikers out there starting shit. And we looked in a window and there was a woman just running on her treadmill. Like it was just like her normal fucking day. And it was such a fucking eye opening experience to me that I was, I, I, I was very curious about like, like how, how it hits you. You know what I mean? Like how does some like, because again, in DC, that's, it's a not as rare of an occurrence as it is here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, just to interrupt. I'm remembering actually very, uh, maybe you've seen it. I'm sure people have, uh, there was in, uh, Myanmar a few years ago when their latest coup attempt there. Yeah. Where people like soldiers are marked, are, um, from, I guess, the army, the, like a renegade sort of force of army, are marching through, what is it, Raglan? The capital. And there's this girl, this lady um, doing aerobics and yoga and filming herself for a class. And that's this, I get, it's all over YouTube. Uh, yeah, yeah it's so weird. The capital of Myanmar. Yeah. Because uh, it's so weird to think about that because it is like there are probably there are people like when you say Ukraine, when you call into this show, like in my mind, the whole place is on fire. You know what I mean? But there well, are people that are just living their lives, was. too. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I mean, I think, yeah, Kiev is, I mean, even their fuckers definitely even like root put some bomb like bombed Kiev quite recently, but I think it, it was mostly just like a, a flex. It was, I mean, and just to destroy pe- the people who were already, you know, on edge, it was just a, a giant fuck you because they could. Um, I mean, it's, a lot of people fl- have fled to the west of the country who can. I mean, also generally because uh, men of military age can't leave. A lot of them who are not military adjacent uh, you know, their wives and children have gone abroad and they've gone to places particularly in, in the, yeah, a lot in the West of the country, <sighs> ideally Southwest, Center West, um, just to be out of the fighting zone. I mean, at the same time, if they have, again, it's an IT mecca of sorts, which is why there are so many international companies have big, have big offices there. And that's why I always have work. Um, but it's just saying that, yeah, a lot of people are making do in other parts of the, the country. I mean, the, the South and it, the East are in really, really bad shape as was probably always the goal. But I mean, I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's all pretty it's just, messy. It's, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's just a real well, I mean, life. I was putting it nicely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it is like heartbreaking stuff. I hate how, like, I, I don't know. Like, Regular people get, it's the regular people that get stuck in this. And, and when you say people fled, right? Like if something happened in Ohio, in Ohio, I wouldn't know what, like, I wouldn't know how to deal with it. 
You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't know how to flee. I think it's like what I'm trying, I mean, how what I'm trying to say. Um, it's, uh, four hours to Canada, but I don't have a, well, okay. I guess like if they were taking us in, I just think about like the fact that regular people had to figure out how to flee and flee to me is like, that's the stuff where I start thinking like, I, I just, I don't, I don't know how I could handle something like that. Like, I guess people just like kind of go into overdrive, yeah. but like, it's also that it was, thing where it's like, it I don't even funny. know anybody anywhere. Yeah, I don't, and I know more people <laughs> other places than most people, but I don't, I don't know anybody where I could just be like, I'm coming to move in with you because Ohio's under attack. Yeah, yeah it's funny. The person that I did count on to live with, like an old friend of mine, uh, flaked out after a week and a half. So you never know. Even the people that in, in Prague, where mm. I've spent a few months, um, uh, yeah, so even you never know if, the, if if you're weird and the people that you are best are connected with are weird. Sometimes they might just be that much weirder and and kind of leave you high and dry. So there's always that. What <laughs> made you want to leave? I mean, when did you leave you at the U.S.? Leave. Oh, God. Uh, most recent 2014. But I mean, I lived abroad from like 20, 2006 to 2009. And I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't. It was just become, I was tired of watching the toilet bowl just swirl around or whatever, however the, <laughs> however the analogy goes. But, yeah, um, I, yeah, I can see yeah, it. Yeah. So I, but, uh, yeah, came back. I promised my parents, I brought a couple of cats back with me. So, you know, they're adjusting. How is, I mean, how, how, how are you seeing America? Like, uh, uh, now that you're back, you've been gone for a little bit, you're back here. How you like it? Yeah, well, it's wild. I basically missed the entirety of COVID. I was, I, last time I came to visit was early February of 2020, uh, just in time to say hi to Michael Brooks and thinking I would have many more years to say hi to him again. But, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. so yeah, I guess that, at that point, at, funny, we actually grew up near each other. I don't, there's, we probably met as kids like a lot many times and I just never remembered it, but, uh, who knows? But yeah, I, I guess that was er, just when COVID was a vague idea about China and so forth. Like, from the sound of it, it was more like uh, the U.S. didn't take uh, threats from Europe nearly enough, as ne as they always do. But no, yeah, we ain't gonna listen to nobody. You know, <laughs> yeah, that Europe is safer for some reason, even though, well, for obvious reasons, but uh, that are yeah, that are I mean, we. Nothing. Um, we were locked down for like six weeks, you know, or six months. I would mm -hmm. say we were relatively not locked down for like six months, but people were still partying in Florida mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, we never really did a lockdown. Yeah. Here. Oh God. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm, we, I mean, I'm, I'm in Western. Yeah. I'm in Western mass in a college town. And I remember again, listening to your show, um, a couple of different people calling in that had, at students in my town um, trying to figure out how to study online or how to manage if they finding housing here because they didn't want to go back to their uh, small-minded families and so forth. And again, I was thinking like, man, if I were local, I could put in a word or something. But um, again, that was, yeah, it was a weird over two that years was ago a, at this rate. 
So yeah, that was a weird, crummy, weird time. People had to leave. But uh, Rachel, I want to thank you for calling. Um, is oh, there yeah, anywhere yeah, anybody rambling. can find you? <laughs> no, you're good. It was fun. Is there anywhere anyone can find oh, you, or any, do you want them to leave you the fuck alone? I miss on. I'm on. What's that? I mean, I'm always on Twitter. Like, I'm on Twitter way too much. Just at Rickettywood. So, so All right. Bug me there. Well, it's good to me. hear. Be safe. Oh yeah. Thank out you there. Guys for having Please. Me. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. calling. Thank you. All right. Peace. Absolutely. Great. Have a good Man, one. That is. Isn't it? It's. I'm sorry. I had my my kid came home in the middle of that, so I had to to go help but um it's always so crazy to me when like um really smart cool interesting people uh actually listen to our show and like it i just am flabbergasted every time i just can't believe again the the fleeing thing is very difficult for me to consider uh, you heard me saying that like i wouldn't know how to flee <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I mean, like, if if this part of town, if I had to flee, if Columbus came under attack, I would just go to Groveport. <laughs> like, is it safe over here? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know where to go. I don't know how. I don't. Europe, I think, is a little bit like I. You know, my daughter has a Norwegian friend who talked about how you know they can get all over Europe and. uh uh they have friends in like a lot of different countries. And I think, you know, people who think globally like that, who are able, who have been out of the country and shit, like, I think they see it as a little bit easier than like us who are just like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get out of this fucking country. Truly. It's too expensive. Yeah. It seems pretty hard. That's uh, right. All right. Next call. Oh, I, I'm just, uh, yeah. Next call. Be able to be up. Hey, welcome to Street Fight. What's up? Hello. Howdy. What's up? Is it me? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, sweet. Uh, hey, guys, it's Lucas uh, from Wyoming. Well, from Ohio originally, but calling in again from Wyoming. Tight. Love it. Wait, you're living in Wyoming? You worked at a, 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 hold on, I got it, I got it, a resort in Wyoming? Yeah, I work. I work for a, a luxury guest ranch resort in Wyoming, where we have Ooh. very uh, wealthy clientele, and it's very fun. Uh, like a couple weeks ago, I was listening to an episode of Street Fight where you guys were shitting on private jet owners, and I was literally in the car waiting to pick up some clients, like out from their private jet, and I was just like thinking about like, the irony of the situation. I don't and, hate uh, private jet. Yeah. I, I here's here's huh? how I feel about private jets. I don't understand them okay it's, it's i guess my point is why fucking own one it seems stupid you you hear about people who I, i'm quickly here you hear about people who are every every person like me and brett every every rednecky guy hears from people not to ever buy a boat like and it's generally people who probably already got to have a boat and they're like oh you got a fucking you know, you got to dock the boat. You got to winterize it. It just costs more money than you would ever have, than you should on something like a boat. Jets are that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I say that jets are like, I mean, there's plenty of them. Just rent a jet. You can rent them. You can charter jets. I don't understand why. 
other than just to own stuff, I don't, as like a status symbol, it, it makes people seem stupid when they buy one. Like, like I know it doesn't matter because they have like kind of basically unlimited money. But when I look at them, I'm just like, you're fucking stupid. Like just rent the fucking thing. And we should have less jets oh, yeah. flying around. You know, like, like yeah. fucking John yeah, Travolta I, I shouldn't 100%. be allowed. John Travolta should not be allowed to have that airplane he has. He shouldn't. He just shouldn't be allowed to fucking have it. He hadn't even made enough good movies to get that. But anyway, he should like just people shouldn't have them. There, I mean, Mike Tyson did have to punch somebody in the face on an airplane recently. Okay, <laughs> so they they would be bothered. <laughs> All right, I'll give you this. If but you can still rent them if you're famous. Too. <laughs> yeah, you the can famous still charter them, and like it's it, it, it to me, it makes more sense to charter them. Like I worked for a while on yachts and sailboats down in Florida, and yeah, I found out that like they're basically just money pits. Like if like if somebody buys it, like they they make no money on it unless they're constantly chartering it out for a lot of money. And most people who own boats do, don't do that. So most people who own boats are just losing money. And with planes, I'd imagine it's the same way. Unless you're chartering it out constantly, uh, that it's probably not worth it to own it. Yeah, and right. you can't use it. You like if you're chartering it out constantly. As I always think about with those vacation homes that people put on Airbnb. Mm. It's like if I want to fucking, I want to go stay in my cabin. It's cabin time, baby. Oh, there's somebody already there, sort of thing. <laughs> I wouldn't like that either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I could afford to have a Although vacation most, most, home, most of the houses on Airbnb are actually owned by companies. Like the comp like there's, there's there's like companies that go around and they buy all the houses as they're built as they come in the market, and then they lend them out to Airbnb, and it's like a big scam. And a lot of times, like they will cancel on you at the last minute. And I don't exactly remember how it works, but they they're able to make money without giving you the room by canceling at the last minute and like airbnb has to pick up the tab and it's been a while since i read about it but it's they, there's, a, there's a lot of scams that go on with airbnb and uh all of the experiences i've had with airbnbs have not been pleasant but that's for just me i've heard i've heard about great things from other, from other people um but i see personally it as i neutral. just rather stay in like a dumpy hotel or motel than an airbnb in most places I see it as a neutral. It's bad for the neighborhoods it's in and stuff. Uh, but as far as a staying experience, it's neutral because hotels also hotels. You can't like do your dishes and laundry and shit. You know, there's like drawbacks to both. Uh, the only the yeah. real issue with Airbnbs that that is like bad is like people are really bad at like setting them up like hospitality it's like the cheapest possible stuff yeah. but yet we're still trying to make it look like a home okay so it'll have like live laugh love signs all over it or, or they'll like have not not have cable but have a dvd player or it, it's always some weird shit going on when you get in them but i mean yeah, it's like a neutral thing with hotel. Like, I, like hotels are also a pain. Checking into a hotel is the worst fucking feeling in the world. I hate. I watched a movie today 
before checking into a hotel became like, can we hold on to your credit card when you could just walk in with cash and tell them you're somebody else and stay in the hotel. And I was just like, Oh, I would right. love that. Yeah. Cause now you can't even do that with gas, you know, or gas with, with cash. You can't just yeah. walk in and be like, here's a bunch of cash. Give me a suite. Uh, they don't let you do that anymore. And that's, that's Joe Biden. Really? I think probably. <laughs> So how's it going it's in Wyoming? I guess right, right, guys. But uh, yeah, that's what it's he, going he's always doing. Really well. Uh, it, it's been uh, it's been wetter year here than usual, or at least a wetter spring here than usual, which is very. Uh, it's an exception for the West this year. Like the West is in a huge drought this year, um, so it's been really nice that we've gotten more water in our area than we have in years, um, like more snow and rain. But I think that that period has just ended and that now we're going into the, like the real heat of the summer. And there's, our, there's already, even though it's, there's still snow melting on the peaks, there's already a wildfire nearby that's starting to haze up the valley. And uh, it's very unfortunate because the, the deterioration in air quality, it's like, it's like even when you don't consciously think about it, just like subconsciously, it like brings you down and uh, makes you a little sad. Uh, like having the haze and oh, yeah. smoke, smoker. Um, yeah, it's wild. That, calling, that... Uh, because I, I wanted to, uh, to offer my services to help Brian plan a vacation to Montana or out West because he said he wanted to go. And I remember uh, a couple of weeks ago, you said you were looking at plane tickets and they were like thousands of dollars. That was crazy. That sounds absolutely crazy to me. Cause I flew from, I, I flew from Cleveland to Missoula for, $300 a couple of years ago. So that sounds absolutely crazy to me. Brian putting uh, Brian only puts most expensive option. He's the only person that clicks that button that says sort by most expensive. How dare you? No, you know what though? Brett said something on a show not too long ago that resonated with me about maybe trying a different airport, like being like, Oh, I'll drive up to Cincinnati go to or down to Cincinnati, go to that airport and maybe it'll be cheaper. Uh, but I didn't type. Are you looking expensive. for direct flights or are you okay with layovers? Like if you're willing to fly to Denver, like from Cleveland to Denver, uh, and then like, you know, have the layover there and then fly from Denver to Missoula or Denver to Bozeman. That's probably a lot cheaper than if you're trying to find the direct flight. Well, I think I also fucked up because I said I, I wanted to land in big sky and not for any reason that I oh, think yeah, Big no. Sky Montana <laughs> is fresh, but just because the name Big Sky Montana is like kind of what I'm going there for is the skies. So I just, right. you know, the name was just like, oh, okay, that's where I should go. <laughs> yeah, Big, Big Sky okay. is basically a private private airport. So that's why you basically be chartering a plane to fly there. Oh, okay. Because it was like 15 grand. And I was just like, I, do, I just, I... I can't, I, yeah, going to Montana, that I, I would love to do it, but $15,000 is too much. Yeah, you're going to rent a car? Yeah, like, no, you got you, you to fly into Missoula or Bozeman. Uh, if you fly into Missoula or Bozeman, I guarantee you it, it'll be much more affordable. Um, and then what time of year are you thinking about going as well? Because like the fires, if you're planning on going in late summer, the fires will make your stay not nearly as pleasant and the sky will not be visible uh if you're going there for the big sky i mean i'm i'm like autumn that's when i'm thinking i would like to go there autumn in the fall all right 
Uh, we want yeah, to see those damn northern lights. We want to see the northern lights, which I don't know what they are actually. So, uh, but it's something my wife wants to do, and I want to go to Montana, and I want to go out in the middle of a field and scream as loud as I can, because it's like a thing I I've always wanted to do. You can't really do that here. Like a Garden State moment. Is that in Garden State? Yeah. I, for I guess I sorry I didn't even make you feel bad. It wasn't but I, I love movies. It must like have scream. I love screaming too. It must have sunk in my brain because I always think like, what if I went out to the country and stood in the middle of a field and screamed as loud as I could and <laughs> looked up at the sky and nobody would be like, "What's wrong with you?" You know? Yeah. Like yeah. that would be great. Yeah. You need some yeah. country friends. Mm, yeah. He's but gone I haven't country. Been, and I, I don't wanna, leave. Oh, I also wanted to, to uh, aside, aside from offering my serv- my uh, vacation planning services to Brian, I also wanted to tell Brian about a show uh, with Mormons in it. It's not about Mormons, but it includes Mormons. And it's my favorite okay. show personally. It's called The Expanse. And it's like the best sci-fi show ever made. That's fairly new. I watched a lot um, of they, it. They just did their their the final season. Um, but it's very fun because like the only religion that shows up in the 23rd century and the expanse is the Mormons. And, uh, and like, it's, and it, they're not like, they're not like mean to them. Like, they're just there. Uh, so it's, it's very, it's very fun. Uh, like kind I, of like cam- it, Mormon cameo throughout the show. They're the only one that planned for Xenus. Yeah. Existing. Well, I watched it cause they get celestial bodies, Brett. I'm learning Ooh. so much. I'm watching the FLDS doc now. Um, somebody, somebody was very pissed off that they drink caffeine. They drink caffeine all the time. Apparently you're, um, you're, you're, they wanted to correct you and say that Mormons do drink caffeine and have chocolate all the time. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. I, they're frustrated that you're tarnishing the name, tarnishing the more, the Jesus, the latter day saints. Well, I apologize to all the Mormons out there that are offended by me being curious and uh, also not reading anything and just watching documentaries on TV <laughs> about the craziest Mormons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, the expanse I have, I have uh, actually, if I went into Google right now and typed in the author of the expanse, I bet you it would auto complete to, is he a Mormon? Because I looked that up. Because I watched it and they kept mm-hmm. saying the Mormons were out there floating in a spaceship. And I was like, damn, oh, yeah. the Mormons, you, they don't get added to much. Well, now they do. They're all over the place. I like to think I'm a little part of that. Well, it was so. very cool because uh, it, it made sense that like the only people who would be willing to fund like a colony ship that is going out into space indefinitely to find new worlds would be like religious people who have faith in it, you know, because no if if we're in a future like the expanse where capitalism still exists, it's not profitable for any private corporation to go out looking for other planets. Um, like, you know, way out in the distance, you know, that's not going to make them next quarter. You know, that that's like thousands of years from now. So the only, the only way it makes sense is to have like a religious group do it, make their, their, uh, colony ship. Yeah. They want to go meet because when you, when you die, you get to be a God of your own planet. They want to go there and find those planets so they can be with the people probably was is I'm filling that in in my brain. It could just be that they wanted to put Mormons in the show, but I just thought of that. Um, but yeah, I like the expanse. It's good. I've, I've, I've seen most of it. They, I stopped watching cause there was an episode where they were on some planet too long and it just, 
I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, Bond found- down. It oh, season went- four. Yeah, well, season so season yeah season four. They were on the planet, and it was like a we- it was like a western like that season. Yes, but if you, I would say if you I get saw. back into it, the the, the final the, the the final two seasons are are more like the middle like the middle seasons like seasons two and three, um, okay. where it's very uh, there's a lot more tension and it's more like a space space war again um, instead of like a western and uh, it's it's worth it. It's a very good show. It had a good ending. Like I I was very very happy with it. Unlike Game of Thrones. I will get back on it then. I will I will do it again. It's the only space show I've ever liked. So that is wow. it. That's a big honor. Um well then, thanks for calling. Uh, other up- update thanks before, for your before I left before I leave, I just wanted to Oh, you're welcome. Um before I leave, I just want to say gas just hit five dollars a gallon here in Wyoming yesterday. And I just want to say like I don't know what the frick it's gonna take for for people to like want to tear shit down in this country, but like I can't afford to live, man. Like it's hard. It is. I don't know why nobody's doing anything. Well, they say they can't. Which then it's like, well, what are you in charge of then? What are you doing? That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, there was a very swift interaction happening, like to the pandemic. I mean, we're allowed to make up the fucking rules of this thing. Why don't we just do like an American Rescue Relief Act right now? You know, that's what I'm trying to say too, man. Send us a fucking couple thousand dollars, you dingus. You know, they're like, we can't do anything about it. And it's like, well, what do you think we're doing about it? What do you think we're trying to do about it? Anything to get out of it. I want to fly to fucking Montana. It's $15,000. Yeah. And inflation right now, like if it stays at this rate, it's like losing a whole month of pay, basically. Like on top of everything else, you're losing a whole month of pay. Yeah. You're spending. Yep. Mm hmm. Absolutely. I'm so fucking lootly. Well, uh, thanks for calling in. We will uh, see what we can do about the gas prices. We'll, we'll try. Me and <laughs> thanks, guys. We say Street Fight Radio did that and then like just stole from the gas station. Yeah. Held yeah. up. Uh, yeah. Paid off the gas station person so that we could just hand out free gas. Yeah. And then do Street Fight did that. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, we should. Uh, like I said, what needs to happen is like. I know that like they're not going to do it, but if the Democrats just sent us like five thousand dollars each right now, people okay. would be a Democrat forever. <laughs> but they're never going to do that because they see that as cheating. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're how they're going to get out of this shit. Uh, they're I'm not worried. going to. Yeah, I'm <laughs> very worrisome. Um. All right. Oh, we only have we have last call. I mean, you can keep calling in. We got time. I, kinda, shot. I, sh- I shut off the queue at nine, and like three people jumped out. So if you're one of those three people, we have time. Okay. And, and thanks if for you're calling letting us Street off early, that also works. Sorry. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Hello. What's up, Brett? Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Can you hear me? I sure can. Good. Murder Brian. Guess what I. Guess what I just got done doing, Murder Brian? What'd you get done doing? A long walk. How was it? How long did you go? How many steps? (laughs) Like an hour, an hour 45 outside of Cleveland. Not bad. Sick. Hey, that's probably what mm, I'm trying to think of how many miles. It's like four miles. That's not too bad. 
All right, it's no uh, seven-hour walk like you do, but it's not. <laughs> it's not nothing. That is what I do. I it's mean, impressive. Most people, a lot of people, cannot do that. Actually, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm not even doing it this year. I think the longest one I've done this year is five hours. Now I'm working out. I don't feel pressure to walk all day. Smart. Um, Freeze up some time. I know, but now that you're working out. Freeze up five or six hours a day. Now that you're working out. Now I feel pressure to work out. Oh. Yeah. You keep amping it up. You don't want to do that. Brian's going to start a box. (laughs) If you're obsessive like me, then yeah. I mean it'll might work out for you. I am starting to get muscles. Uh, mm. Yeah. Right. My, my arms a little bit like, I'm like, Oh, okay. Look at that. It like bounces up. I'm not going to show you people. Cute. You know, sounds great. Uh, I did watch that movie. Um, everything everywhere all at once. Finally yeah. last night. What do you think? I own it now, by the way. I, yes, Ooh. I paid for it and I own it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, but I can't get out of my mind. Everybody talks about the hot dog fingers thing. I can't uh-huh. get out of my mind when her uh, pinky was a really strong muscle and she flexed it and, uh, and it's like vascular and it has like a muscle, like a bicep on it. Yeah. I could not get over. I thought about that and I was just like, oh, I would do anything. Well, I would do anything for that. Just a real strong yeah. pinky, you know? Right. Just take people yeah. down with one pinky. It yeah. also demeans them as you do it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the musk. I like the weird effects in it. I thought that was really cool. Like It was uh, fun. I thought it was just fucking fun overall. It's a little corny, the, the overall story, but it's fun. I'll tell you what's funny about it. I'll, I, I'll tell you what, what cracks me up. is like I saw it after the Doctor Strange movie, and... Uh-huh what it did to me and the spider-man that last spider-man that came out multiverse spider-man yeah what i what it did to me was i was like okay so like the multiverse can be more than just like spider-man shows up at the same time like another spider-man sure (laughs) all of my understanding of the multiverse before this movie was that like well i guess all the guys that played spider-man can show up and like uh the guy from the x-men movie (laughs) could be yeah doctor strange can pull characters from other movies into the current movie (laughs) (laughs) I, i i mean and it's cool that everything everywhere all at once thing is they do still do like pop culture nods too like that was oh, the yeah. thing it's Rekakuni like is like the best thing in the yeah world. <laughs> yes that's what i was thinking i was like yeah they fucking they did Rakakuni, they did pro wrestling like they did all of this like really neat like st- doing pro wrestling as a fighting style is so funny yeah and that's like, when they, they win you over <laughs> yeah that's right away well actually what ended up happening was uh Every time she did a move, I named the move. And then nice. if somebody said it was, they, they're, they're like, oh, she's going to do a backbreaker. And uh, she started to spin her above, spin this person above her head. I was like, that's not a backbreaker. And then she did a backbreaker. And I was like, you know what? They know their shit. That's a backbreaker. And it literally broke, broke the person's back. And then drop kick. Now, there was one part of the wrestling thing that if this is two years ago, I'm not giving them credit for but now 
uh, because Punk does it, uh, the uh, top rope lariat. She did do a top rope lariat, which I would never believe somebody would ever do. And it's probably like an old 80s move or something. It's, it's definitely an old 80s move. I just wouldn't believe somebody would do it now. But Punk does it now. It's like part of his move set. <laughs> so it's like uh, the, the wrestling moves were real. They did uh -huh. a good job with the wrestling moves. They did Rakakuni and uh, <laughs> a few other like really neat things. Like it didn't at all just be like, oh, uh, you know, Michael Jackson's in this one. You know, there's a yeah, there's a Michael Jackson that shows up, and it's a different Michael Jackson than I don't know. They just the the Marvel movies. I'll tell you what, and, and I saw that Jurassic World this weekend, the new one. Oh no! It, it makes oh, the no. Marvel movies look like they're for geniuses, like for the smartest <laughs> people in town. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Ten stars, by the way. All right, just all right. Um, yeah. Also. Well, also, actually, uh, I talked about multiverse stuff on Ride the Taurus podcast like a month ago. Stupidly, we did not watch that movie, which would have been the perfect thing to talk about. So I have to come back and talk. But we did talk about like uh, quantum theory and like multi-universe theory stuff, too. It was I fun. don't understand. No, no. I didn't even know what it was because I knew that there were people that talked about it, but I never super like thought about it. You know, Is on the phone. Is there? Yeah. We're we're just yeah, we're I'm messing here. up his call currently. We're messing <laughs> okay, up. Sorry. Hey, we're messing up this guy's call like we do yeah, everybody's the... calls. You know. Sorry. Well, how was your walk? Where'd you go? You you walking around Cleveland? Is there a lot of uh 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 what's the word? Sidewalks there? Are you doing sidewalks well, or Shaker. sides of the road? I'm, I'm in Shaker. I'm in Shaker Heights, so we have sidewalks. But I'm from New York, so there's um what are they called? Uh, uh, tree lawns. <laughs> so I'm looking around the tree lawns to find good stuff that I can pick up for my kids. That's actually, uh, uh, Shaker Heights is beautiful. That's a, uh, is it, are you, is it like a small town? Am I, am I wrong that it's like one of those like idyllic small towns or is it like, is there a mall there that I'm wrong? Cause I, the last time I was there, I was oh. like, what a beautiful place. It's like an idyllic small town. Definitely no okay. mall. Because <laughs> there's another part that has kind of the same name that uh, I did. Uh, I was a guest on a Bug Mains Cleveland show. Uh, not the Cleveland show. I'd, I'd fucking have a lot more money if I was on the Cleveland show. <laughs> I was on, <laughs> I was on uh, uh, Bug Man's hey, show. <laughs> I would take that job in a second. I know you can oh, all yeah. just be like Brian's Ooh, a hack. Yeah. But if fucking Seth MacFarlane came to me for, I would do as American Dad, the Cleveland show. I'm not even asking for Family Guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, I want Family Guy, <laughs> then American Dad. But then the yeah, you're not going to be show. presumptuous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, maybe not even uh, underneath the Cleveland show. I would also make an appearance on the Orville, since I know that's back. Oh, you would the go Orville. Orville? Fuck. Damn. Fuck no, I want to be, be on the Orville. I want to get too. animated. I, I do too, but <laughs> I like. <laughs> You're not picky. You're not picky. Not picky about when it comes to TV. Put me on any TV show. Not picky. Yeah. Yeah. I would go on any TV show except for like Tucker Carlson. It's like, like 
I wouldn't do any of the conservative shows that like a lot of leftists do or whatever, but I would a thousand percent be on, on, uh, young Sheldon. Like if they were like Brian oh, yeah. and I'm learning so much about Sheldon right now, uh, because right before dynamite comes on big bang theory is on before it. So Whoa. I pop it on the TV and I see the last like three minutes of uh, Big Shell Bang time. Theory. Yeah, get some Sheldon time. And uh, oh. yeah, I know a lot about Sheldon. You, you wouldn't. He, this guy's a nerd. You know, what? he's also kind of a pain in the ass to his roommates, and okay. he's like not oh, got lovable. Okay. Uh, at all, I didn't find Sheldon to be lovable, and and. Uh, yeah, I'm not a Big Bang Theory guy, but now that I've caught it on TV every Wednesday for like three, two, for like a year earlier this year, um, I now find myself Googling uh, lore from the Big Bang Theory to figure out what they're talking about. And then one day I read the entire plot of the show from beginning to end. Like a synopsis of the entire run of the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I finished it and was like, why did I do that? But, you know, it's something I, I was thinking about this actually the other day. Do you remember when that offensive show about uh, uh, Afghanistan translator, he gets over to America uh, and it's like a comedy show about with a troop. There's like a troop. You know what I'm talking about, Brett? Like the trailer for it came out and everybody got kind of mad about it for a minute. What is it? So it's a CBS sitcom about. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. About a soldier who like likes who builds a bond with his translator, his Afghan uh. Afghani translator while he's over there. And then his Afghani uh, translator has to get out of there probably for, you know, <laughs> being the translator for the military. And he brings him over here. And then the show is about the comedy that ensues <laughs> from him being here. And oh, like, that's people, cute. it's like a perfect strangers for yeah. 2020s. And people were really like offended by it when it came out. So I was like, ah, you know, this is probably one of those things like the Hulk Hogan movie that's never going to come out because yeah. like people were just like, uh, 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 you know what I mean? And, uh, it. it's still out. It's still on the air. Currently we're talking like five years. I think the show's still Hogan? on the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's still oh, fucking Lord. on. Yeah. It was crazy because people were so uh, United States of Al. Thank you, Rachel in the chat told us it's called the united states of al al and uh what Ugh. a fucking show dude like yeah I, it's I, don't, I don't have the stomach for that i maybe i'll watch it for the bonus feed <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's don't steal that all the podcasters yeah. no stealing yeah yeah it's crazy. I've never seen a second of it, but I was watching something recently and I looked up one of the actors and uh, wow. she was on when I looked her up, I was scrolling through her other stuff to see where I knew her from. And she was on the United States of Al. And I was like, that came out. That ended up actually coming out. Holy shit. 
I guess they made it. They got it. it. They made it, and it got enough. Like people were just like, "Fuck it, man! King of Queens isn't on no more. I gotta watch something." True. And probably thirty million people watch it a week. That's the bummer about it. But I was like, yeah, thirty million or so people watch. It's like the Big Bang Theory. Thirty million people watch it a week. They fucking love it. You know, uh, my, my, my fucking mother-in-law called her son a Sheldon. Uh, oh yeah. It felt like, she was, yeah, it felt like she was trying to, it felt like she had, she was trying to call him autistic is what Ill I think intention? was going on. Yeah. No. Oh. So yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Now we'll stop cutting you off for real. This yeah. We time. got more calls. We got a bunch of people going <laughs> in there. So. Oh shit. Okay. Now we have calls. It's too. fast track after this. Okay. Um, okay, I wanted so, to tell you about the Pittsburgh toilet. Okay, tell me about the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh toilet. toilet. Do you know about it, Brett? I have no, no idea. Heard. No, no Pittsburgh toilet. So I was listening to a different podcast last week, which I won't name, but they told the story about a Pittsburgh toilet and made me think of Brian and his pissing in the piss hole in the basement. So apparently it's a oh. uh, toilet with no walls, nothing blocking it that just sits in your basement open. Yeah, well, like it's just hooking a toilet straight up to the pipes. You don't have to do any piping or anything. Just a little extra shitter down in the basement. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I they're would great. Fucking do that. I would get yeah. that. Yeah, dude. I would. I want <laughs> like to. You got a toilet. Pittsburgh toilet now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm adding well, Pittsburgh toilets in, to all my rental properties. Seven-hour walk. <laughs> well, no, I mean I only have one bathroom in this house. I have a teenager and a wife that lives here, and uh, the three of us sometimes butt heads about the bathroom. I would not mind going downstairs and crapping in the basement. Like I don't okay. have any problem with that. He's crapping. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go right down in the basement and. Put a you can like put a little sign on the door of the basement like I'm crapping here, yeah. and uh, then they won't come down <laughs> while you're doing it, you know. And uh, that is great. Also, it wouldn't like stink up the living part of the house when I dookie, you know. Yeah, yeah. because I crap. Up stay in the, in the deep dark basement, scare all the demons <laughs> away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Now I, I'm looking at it, and uh, I was also gonna. You're good. Sorry about that. Go ahead. No, I, I don't even remember what I was no, saying. Just gonna, oh, I was just going to say that I have a misconnection story from Craigslist, too, but maybe I'll tell you that a different day. Yeah, we got more calls, but I would love... Please call in and tell Come us back. a we'll misconnection to story. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I'll, we'll I'll know, a, too. I'll, I'll okay, add a note. I will. Or you can just say it. Yeah, don't All right, just say yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, we get it. There's a, there's a screener. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Okay, great. And I wanted to I wanted to shout out my friend Snizzy in uh, in in New York City who turned me on to you guys. So Snizzigal, thank you. Thank Squibby? you. Thank you, Snit Snitty. What is the name? Snitty. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Snit Sniz. Sniz. Like cocaine. Sniz. Like the word oh, I made up for cocaine. Like a vagina. <laughs> like a vagina. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh. So I didn't know that's what Sniz was. I, I guess that's not cocaine then. A guy named after the best stuff on earth. 
Snapple. Well, I love Snizz. Um, we've got well-traveled world travelers, and then we got Snizz. Yeah, so, thank you. Thanks for calling. <laughs> thank you for calling, and thank him for turning you on to us. All right, we're, All right, we're a real turn on. on. Love you guys. Oh, oh, it is a girl. True, thank goodness. Okay, well, that's think great. Somebody names themselves after a puss. <laughs> yeah, Gina was probably taken by somebody she knew. It was yeah. New York City. That's cool. Um, yeah, but also a guy named a guy named Vagina for some reason seems funny to me. Yeah. Well, it's just um, I thought it was like one of those like I'm gonna like if I name myself Diet Pepsi, but I get sick of uh -huh. stuff so fast. You know what I mean? So yeah. I can't really do that. So yeah, that so that's your sniz is Diet Pepsi. All right, Diet thanks Pepsi for calling Street Fighter. <laughs> thanks for calling Street Fighter. We talking to you. Yeah, hello. How's it hello? going? Yep, we can hear hey, you. Hey, what's up? Yeah, hello. Oh, beautiful. What's going on, baby? Not, Not much. Who are we talking to tonight? I got no clue what the fuck you guys do on the show. Zero clue what you do. Just been okay. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? <laughs> How did that happen, by the way? I don't know. Probably right. just going driving. Just, you know, people flip through stuff. YouTube. El YouTubeo. Yeah, people just flip through. Uh, how's it going? I did like the way he called his baby, though. That felt good Yeah, this to me. is you. Who's this? Hey, uh, just a little public service announcement. Uh, inspired by Brian. Wanted to know how to flee. Uh, so, oh. first, try and get your passport. Just to have okay. it, you know. I'm going to do that soon, by and the way. I looked second, it all up. Yeah, you just, just do it, man. It's like a bit of a pain in the ass to go to the, go to the post office, but uh, I, I just found out in Oregon uh, we're not going to have our our driver's licenses are not real IDs, and so after October, if you've got like a still valid Oregon driver's license, you'll not be able to get on a plane until yeah. you get it renewed as a real ID. I have the real ID. Uh, I've got a fucking DMV appointment for that shit. Nice. We don't have appointment. And we call it the BMV in Ohio. I don't know. People always make fun of me when I say the BMV. They're like, what? The Department of Motor Vehicles? No, smarty pants. It's the Bureau of Motor Vehicles. You know, department can also mean bureau. Like, hey, listen, they're, they're I, I'm, a, I'm a bureaucrat, so I, I know all about the naming convention. <laughs> bureau can also be furniture. Yes, but you know, mainly right? <laughs> it's for the Bureau of Motor Vehicles or the Ohio Farm Bureau, or we call things bureaus a lot right? more it here. Be a than bureau. Yeah. yeah, the drawers of motor vehicles—they have lots of drawers filled with cards I assigned like to our names. Departments, divisions, bureaus—you know, all good. Yeah, I actually. I actually do got to say, like, I looked into it and I was looking at the prices and naturally I want, I was like drawn to the, the book, uh, because it was a lot more expensive than the card. But luckily somebody told me that you have to get the book if you want to fly somewhere. So yeah, I fucked yeah. up and got the card only. 
and didn't yeah. get the book, and now I have to go back to the fucking book. Now you're yeah, gonna have you to get the book. You could basically only go to like Canada and Mexico with the card, or the Caribbean. But yeah, yeah, and the uh, the card yeah, the seems so Caribbean. great. Yeah, yeah, the card seems so great. Like it was just like it's a card that's much easier. I'm not trying to get stamps and shit. Yeah. I don't care. They, I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess I, I live in the Northwest. People go to like what? People go to Canada for business, and so the card's fine for them. But like, if you got other shit to do, you need the book. Yeah, if you want to go to fucking Norway or something. The only other country I know, apparently, tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. I just, uh, it's, I've got to, so I had to get an appointment at the DMV. I've got to bring, like, my birth certificate and all this shit that I had to get for my stay. And it was a pain in the ass. So I've, I've got to do that to even domestic travel. And I should probably get my passport renewed. So just, like, if y'all want to flee, you need to get this shit in order. We do. We do need to get our, our, our business handled. Although I don't think they'll let you jump on an airplane and get the hell out. I think when the conservative militias come no. through, they're, they're not going to want us. But get, well, actually, but they probably would be. It's still better like, to have the book than to have just a driver's license. True. Yeah. The book seems nice. Like, it, it looks good. It's good. The, the, the book's the, got a that good green, look. That, that blue leather, the blue leather, man, that's uh, the coveted worldwide, you know? Yeah, and they send it, like, it takes a while to get They're like, try to get it two months before you got to go anywhere. It's like, fuck, dude. I don't know yeah, what exactly. I'm ever. You gotta have the ever. But that. my daughter's going to France, so we got to get her one. So I think I'm just going to... I think it's time to get them all. And at the post office by my house, they'll take your goddamn picture. Get them all. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. doing it. Let's get this fucking thing in place, baby. Yeah. Go yeah. to fucking Norway. <laughs> you know, we we'll get out of here. We. Yeah. My daughter was trying to teach me a little bit about Norway, right? She's telling me because she has this foreign exchange student that just left. They were friends. She's like, the thing about Norway is their music is all like party music and i was like dude <laughs> one of the most notoriously hard to listen to metal is black metal and it's also from there <laughs> they were burning down fucking churches the over there the, the the eurovision guys and the but you know maybe she's listening to the eurovision guys over there so yeah i think that's gone. what it is yeah oh that eurovision <laughs> stuff sucks man Ugh. People are always like, I'm watching Eurovision when it's going on, and I'm always like, oh, what is it? And then I watch it, and I'm like, I hate this. This is like everything I hate about music. Like all, I, Actually, there is a new metal one. They had a new metal band on there for one of the countries, and I did watch that, and it's like really cleaned up metal. Like it's like, I don't know, they, but they like rap and do the metal and stuff. And that I said was an oh, I gave it an okay review, but like that Eurovision stuff is representation. It is metal. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, thanks for thanks for giving us some more advice. We're getting advice tonight, Brett Payne. I love it. I yeah. love advice. Hey man, just here I for the PSA. It. Love it. Yeah. Peace, guys. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Oh, mama mia. Guys, it Papa feels Pia? like somebody's doing the uh, uh, wrestling move where they put their fist up to the side of your head and squeeze. 
That's what mm-hmm. it feels like is happening right now to me. Someone's trying Ooh. to crush your head with your with their fists. Yes. That's All the right. closest I can give you. And also there's somebody pushing on the front too. I, that's why Ooh. I hate the sinus stuff. Because it Tag feels team. like somebody's just going like this. Like right into your fucking right here in your face. It just feels like somebody's pressing on it. And like, of course, when I'm doing the show, I'm fine. When I'm done, I am going to really crawl <laughs> out of this room. <laughs> okay. Let's get it done. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who we talking to tonight? Hey, it's Hank in Los Angeles. Hank, Hank last the whole caller. world calls me Hank. And there's one more. Okay, second to last caller is Hank. What the hell? You're supposed to be hosting this thing. I'm sick. You're late. Hey, man, you, you just got to let me know, okay? Just put, put up the Hank signal and onto the sky, and if it's a cloudy day, I'll be there. Well, how is it? How you doing, Hank? What's going on? I'm good. Uh, thank you. I, I called and you said you needed some callers. Uh, I'll, I'll try to be quick. I, uh, I hear you guys talking about muscle, uh, exercising and walking. And, uh, I've been, uh, you guys know, I've been out of work from a workers comp and I'm in a workers comp situation from, uh, oh, my woodworking job. And, uh, during mm-hmm. that job, uh, it's basically exercising, like working out for like 35 hours a week. So I didn't really have to worry about exercise. You know, I just be uh, angry and exhausted all day long. And, uh, you know, nice big muscles and stuff, you know, just kind of like you just naturally uh, get, I wouldn't say I was in shape because I was eating, eating myself into an early grave, but I still had a lot of nice muscles and it's all been fading. It's all been going to hell, which is my, my pattern. Yeah. You know, I don't like to stay healthy for too long. Um, so I've been, you. I've been trying to, uh, walk. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a little uh, story that I want to get your opinion on about a, a walk that I did today. I've been showing up for myself, you know, been getting up early, going on walks, do, trying to uh, do some planking. Planking is a, yeah, a floor tight. exercise I can do without my wrist. Yeah, I, I can't do push-ups because my wrists are fucked up. Um, so, I'm, here. you know, it's, it's funny how the momentum, the momentum builds. You start to sort of get into the habit and you, you tell yourself, this is going to be the time. By the time, I, you know, six months from now, I'm going to be hunky abs guy. You know, I'm going to be a shirtless, bending over shirtless in public at the beach. Yeah, you know that's the idea. I, I doubt you can I just do that with anybody, like, though. Brother, I'm. What do you mean? I, you I, can or can't? You can. No. You can wear cutoff shirts. Any size guy can wear cutoff shirts. And also, I started unbuttoning the top button from my shirts now too. I'm showing cleavage. For me, it's like uh. it isn't <laughs> happening. Like. I'm just getting muscles six months into lifting weights because I started thinking about it today. And I was like, man, I, it took six months even to just start getting muscles. Cause I'm, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be thin. I'm trying to be fucking big, <laughs> big, yeah. tough and hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got you. Yeah. And that gives you confidence and Eric, you know, it could be part of a, a, a mental health uh, regimen as well. Um, and, yeah. uh, you know what? You, you, you're very uh, correct about you can, you can take your shirt off at the beach and anybody and bend over, but not when you hate your body like I do. So I have issues That's yeah, I get in it. that sense. Um, well, brother, yeah. me too. Um, it's okay. I was a t-shirt in the pool kid, you know, one of those kind of like lifelong battles. And, uh, uh, but I'm uh, very confident naked in sexual situations. For some reason, though, that's always, you know, once you get to that point, it's just like, all right, we're going for it. We're, at, we're on the carnival right now, you know? Um, that's the only time you're so, confident. Uh, I'm not confident with, with either. With your shirt off. 
Those yeah. are those are nightmare. I'm not if even I, comfortable in only that. If, only if the equipment's working. That's a very uncomfortable nudity when you can't, you know, provide. Oh sure. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So I could talk about that for a long time, and I I, I probably shouldn't. Um, so <laughs> anyway, I was walking this morning, and I was up. I was up kind of early. Like I'm. I'm now that I'm in my 40s, I wake up at like 5:30, and uh, you know, it's just like in just you know part of the aging process, I suppose. <laughs> Brother, and, I'm uh, in my forties, and I'm I walking at well, I get nine thirty. <laughs> well, you're you're you, yeah yeah. I would. <laughs> that's fair enough. Fair enough. So anyway, I was walking this morning, and um, I uh, I usually keep to myself. I don't try to bother people, but occasionally I will compliment like someone's dog, like somebody was walking by once, and the dog was like just a really good size. It was like thirty five pounds, which is perfect for a city. And I said, perfect size, perfect size dog. And oh. I just kept walking. I'm like, I'm kind of a little bit of a weirdo, but I'm not trying, trying for that. Um, normally, sure, it's a funny people, comment. You know, give them space and try. To... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, I put out a, try to put out a nice vibe, you know, just keep moving. Don't, don't make them think you're going to stop. But anyway, so this morning, this guy was uh, cleaning his car at like 7 a.m. And it was like a really nice Mercedes. He's out there cleaning it. They had the little, like, uh, the canisters of uh, cleaning schmutz, you know, that he's sitting. So he's, like, out there really giving it a good sparkle. And it looked amazing. It looked really pretty. I'm not much of a big car guy. I play Rocket League. You know, I guess that makes me a, 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 something of a car fellow. But uh, as I'm walking past him, he's, on, he's standing in the street, like, on the, you know, like on the driver's side. And, and I felt like uh, maybe I should recognize his effort. And I just said to him, I just go, looks nice. And I gave him a big thumbs up and I did it in kind of a, a little too enthusiastic, but not like out of bounds, you know, like almost. And, okay. uh, I expected him to like maybe look up and nod or like, Hey, well, thanks. All right. See you. And I kept walking. He just goes, <laughs> this was very minor. He, he just, uh, he doesn't even look, he doesn't even glance his head, nothing about his body moves. He just says, thank you. And then he starts like beating on one of the uh, like, uh, floor mats because that's what he was about to do. And um, at least he acknowledged it. I, I, that was okay. But I, it, it was, uh, and then I felt awkward walking away. I just kept walking. You know, I just felt really awkward because he didn't, I don't know why uh, I expected this guy to perform emotional labor for me, but I, I felt bad for like invading his little bubble. I was just trying to recognize how nice his car looked. It did look pretty good because cars in LA stay clean for about five hours. Oh, yeah. um, I also, I say thank you to compliments and I don't say anything after that. People bother me all the time, give me compliments and I just say thank you. Um, so I'm on that guy's side. I probably wouldn't even look at you. Really? I, I would pretend not <laughs> well, to hear you. And then in my mind go, is this guy fucking making fun of me? <laughs> We're all different. Yeah, though, those know? are all, uh, yeah. it takes all kinds. Yeah. yeah. It occurred to me. like <laughs> It does. It wasn't so much. I was glad he said, thank you. And I, you know, it, it was the not looking at all that it kind of caught me off guard. And um, I just thought that was kind of funny because I, I, I felt I wanted to turn around and be like, I'm sorry, you know, but that would have made things even worse for him. So I don't know. It, 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 the car looks good. Some people are grunts. I'll send you guys a video. Some, some, old, man. some old man don't want to be bothered. Yeah, I'm not that old, though. But I yeah, understand. I get it. I I also, I also, my favorite part about the garage sale was waking up super early and bothering people like as soon as they wake up and it's fresh faced. It's like way different than hanging out with like the, the, the criminals that stay up all night long and shit. It's just like weird, regular people. 
That's also true. <laughs> and that they, is actually, uh, you, you know, you just they will tell you everything. You never know what you're going to get with them. Yeah, Gen Pop, general population, <laughs> Gen normal Pop. mainstream people. They're nuts. Well, Hank, thanks for calling. We got to get our That's last true. call in here. We got to get that last call. So, all right, I guys, have a good pass I'll out. I'll, I'll talk to you guys soon. See you later. Right, Cancel Geppetto. Okay. Ooh. Who's Geppetto? From the TV from show? The, from the, yeah, from TV show? Movie. Hmm. From the movie? I wonder what Geppetto did. All right. Oh, shit. No, I'm sure I almost hit drop on accident. All right, I didn't. Last call. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fighter. Who are we talking to you tonight? Hi, yeah. Hello? Grayson from Orange County, California. Hello? Can you hear me? Hey, buddy. How's it going? Grayson. Hello? How's it going? Yes. Yeah, yes. This is Grayson from Orange County, California. Um, I am not going to – I'm going to try to make this not, not too long. Um, quick, before I give you the very helpful piece of um, advice that I came to learn, um, I actually got to go to the AEW show in L.A., um, at the beginning of the month, um, I was there when MJF gave that whole, um, gave that promo where it felt like, and I was even telling the people behind me in the row behind me, um, it almost felt like an MJF, um, face turn. Uh, it was kind of, kind of bizarre experience. And what's happened there is still very bizarre, still going the line between it being a work and a shoot. But it was a very fun experience. I was actually about to not go to that show because of um, Adam Page dropping the title, um, which hurt a lot as a big, big fan of his. I, I was thinking of selling my tickets. My tickets didn't sell, so I decided, let me go. And it was, honestly, it was a very good decision. It was an, it was an excellent show. I would say, awesome. yeah, one of, the, one of the best dynamites. And also just, I mean, that's going to be a historical sort of show forever now. For, for that promo, but not, I, you know, if I go into how I felt about that promo, uh, I sound like the worst type of person. Cause, yeah. uh, well, just because I just, I, I mean, fine, whatever. I, I just didn't feel like it accomplished anything, uh, mm. good. <laughs> like, my, like, like somebody, I heard somebody say this, where is the money? And that is sort of where I'm at with it too. Like, uh, you know, he's a heel. He's supposed to be getting somebody over and he did neither one of those two things. And that to me was like, yeah, he failed at like both of his fucking jobs and turn threatened to turn the company heel, which is even, that's the worst idea in the world. <laughs> Well, I, I have, uh, all, all, uh, and I don't want to discuss it too much because I don't want to take it to the time, but I, I kind of have an interesting take on this. I feel like this is not necessarily a face turn, that's sort of a concept that I've come to call heel populism, wherein a heel who is trying to, who is in fact going for nefarious aims, gains a populistic um, uh, attraction with the, fa with the fans or with their, or in the political realm with their constituents. Um, by saying certain populist talking points, because some of his talking points aligned with what Hangman was saying about CM Punk um, prior to uh, him dropping the title at Double or Nothing. Um, so it kind of an interesting phenomenon. Uh, if you look at it just based on those two general goals of a heel, then it failed. But if, it's, it's still an interesting case study, in my opinion. But that actually really was I agree. what I, I called. I actually... 
I'll agree with you too. Yeah. And there is stuff um, I know about CM Punk that happened recently that like it makes more sense when you know what's going on backstage. So <laughs> that's all I'll say because yeah. the person Although who tells me this very- stuff Yeah, although I waited outside the um, outside the arena um, after the show to see who was like walking up, um, out of the arena, and CM Punk was actually actually a very nice very nice guy. Uh, even took pictures with with some of the fans, so I'll give that to his credit. Um, I I couldn't in good faith wearing a Hangman shirt go up to take a picture of him with him, uh, but I did take one with Darby Allen. Yeah. Also, very very nice guy. Very much a couple back. goaded dudes. Um, you took picture with the two best in the company yeah, 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 yeah. protect the business too yeah yeah um, well, so what's what I going on about was yeah a scenario that i had um with a dental office that went on way too long um but i found a solution to it that i think will be helpful to a lot of the audience um so i wound up getting on a new hmo dental insurance and I went into this office last year to just to get my teeth cleaned. Um, and they wanted to charge me $128 for a cleaning, even though my copay was supposed to be five bucks. And they told me it was going okay. to be a deep laser cleaning that wasn't covered by insurance. And I, and that my, and, and the interesting part was that I went in there and I asked the dentist, cause I have a little bit of discomfort. I asked her, does it look like I have any kind of infection or if anything's wrong? She's like, no, there's no infection. But then the front desk lady, who you can tell is very condescending, uh, very classist kind of person, um, was, was, like, was like, no, you have an infection. So she came back in there after the dentist left. The front desk lady come back, came back and diagnosed me with an infection and insisted that I have $128 cleaning. And I, I went ahead and I paid that money, realizing that, yeah, the laser's not covered by my insurance. I had waited about a year um, from the last time I'd gone to the dentist. Now, fast forward to this year, um, and then I did get told, told I had a cavity, I needed a filling, and I also got that done. I was also charged way more than what the insurance allows on that, but it's, again, because of this laser. So, fast forward to this year, I had a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort in my mouth, so I got an urgent appointment with this dentist. Instead of just examining me and telling me what the pain was from, this dentist insisted on doing another cleaning and another laser cleaning at that, another $128. Um, and then um, told me, well, you need your wisdom to be pulled. You need to get this done right away. We have an oral surgeon that comes in only once a month and is coming in on the Saturday before Mother's Day. And then I was hit with a bill for $2,300 to extract three wisdom teeth when under the insurance it was only supposed to be like 300 something dollars. So I got kind of upset with the front desk lady and I walked away and I said, I'll call you back um uh, about this and i of course i called him back and told him i'm not doing it but what i did was i filed a written grievance this is the key part i filed a written grievance with the insurance plan if you're in an hmo specifically in almost all states and this is almost never utilized you can file a written grievance with the plan mine allowed me to do it online some some of them make you fill out a form but you explain basically how they deviated either from the standard of care or from your plan contract in this case by having the front desk assistant diagnose me instead of the dentist uh, deviation from standard of care and frankly a regulatory violation and then also charging me more than what is allowable under the plan contract meaning the copay 
or the rate that is assigned under your plan contract. Now, one tip is avoid dental HMO. If you can, avoid getting a dental HMO. Medicaid dental is even better than dental HMO, private dental HMO, because dentists just feel the need to rip you off on these dental HMOs because they don't reimburse enough. My regular dentist didn't take this because these plans really just don't pay out. So if you ever have a choice with your benefits at work, avoid dental HMO. But if you're in this situation of being overcharged by any kind of medical provider, or even if the provider you're assigned to by your HMO, you have any kind of problem with them, file the written grievance, and especially if you've overpaid, because I didn't expect to get the money back from last year. I didn't expect to get anything back from that filling or from that cleaning from last year or even the cleaning from this year. I just wanted to complain so that other people wouldn't be harmed by these people's tactics, people walking in in pain and being told to pay $2,300 a month or Paying three hundred dollars for the for the service, and then being told, "Oh yeah, we can make that ninety nine dollars a month to try to get you to sign on the dotted line." I just wanted to tell them to solve the problem, but instead, I got a letter back a few days ago, um, and even after I ended my policy with this insurance company, saying we reviewed the situation, the office told us that this was an administrative error, which I call BS on that. And we are going to be having them send you a check for $400, refunding all the money you've paid um, that is above the amount that's supposed to be the copay, the five bucks for each cleaning, and then the, I don't know, 20, 30 bucks I was supposed to pay for the fillings. Um, so I wound up getting a bunch of money back where I'm supposed to, if these people follow through, I was supposed to get a bunch of money back that I didn't even expect to be coming back. And this process is seriously underutilized. I have a feeling these staff people in, in these grievance departments don't honestly get that many of these complaints because nobody knows this exists. There probably isn't an apartment, would be my guess, is that like it's just people who do other things because I've never heard of that in my life. And everybody, every money-saving person in the world has, has called into this show, it seems like. So... That is interesting. I had no idea there was any mechanism to get your your money back for whatever that I mean the the laser I've never heard of the laser cleaning, but if I mean, I guess it's weird because when I'm at the dentist or the doctor or something, I don't like to like ask I don't like to like tell them no. It's a really weird kind of, yeah. it's not weird. I mean, it's every other aspect of my life. I'm exactly the same, but like, I, like I just hate, I, I just, I'm like, just do it. And then, yeah, you end up just getting ripped off because you didn't take one minute to think because somebody that you're trusting as an expert is telling you that you have to get this done. Exactly. And, and even if you're questioning them, even if it's like you have, you're, you have bad insurance and they're treating you badly because you have bad insurance, you can go back and you can file a lot of these things and demand a second opinion. And um, in most cases, they have to then um, give you a referral to somebody else. And I've done that numerous times with the HMO health insurance. But the, the thing is that it, at least here in California, and I think in most states of the country, they're required to have a designated number of staff members who are supposed to respond to these things. Here in California, if, if the issue is urgent, like it's going to cause you serious harm to your health and you designate that on the form, it's a three-day response time. Otherwise, it's 30 days. And they ah, have to okay. adhere to those timeframes by law. And the, government, and the government does enforce this. Every single grievance a plan gets and every single appeal of a denial of a plan gets is reported on a report card on the state website here in California. 
And I think most other states have a similar mechanism for managed care plans. So it is something that's, that's, that, that, that's, re- that's required by law in most, in most jurisdictions, but it, it's woefully underused. And I imagine that this office, they're paying really high rent. They're in a really nice part of town. I live in a fairly nice part of town. And they're, the only way they've been able to stay open is by ripping off everybody. And this lady, this front desk lady is just basically very mean to everybody who questions her. And it's very intimidating. Yeah, it's very intimidating when you're in with people who have professional authority, especially when they almost act kind of threatening to you when, when they talk to you. Um, but I've kind of learned to, I've learned to do this. And um, I just want to share that it's not that terribly difficult and that more people should do it so that, uh, so that for those who, even if you don't necessarily need the money back yourself, so that others, because I saw people in their seniors that were on oxygen that were being taken back to see this dentist, um, that hopefully they're going to make some changes because the, the insurance grievance coordinator wrote on their letter that my complaint is going to be handed to the director of the plan for their review uh, to make sure it's in compliance as well. So I'm hoping that it's not just me that gets helped. I'm hoping that they change. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, but I feel like these people are going to go back to their old ways if, if they don't get their plant contract terminated. Yeah, I mean, that is the t- that's usually how things end up. I mean, if you if you keep if if you keep trying to get in, maybe if you keep at it, they'll do something about it. Though is what I would say. Yeah. You know, like if they think. Like it's easier for them to handle somebody who is paying attention rather than we sent you $400. Why are you calling us? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, but now thankfully I'm done with dental HMOs. I'm, I'm never going to enroll in one. The PPO plans pay out better and have a much wider network. Um, if you look at the reviews for all the dental HMO offices or most of them, you'll find this kind of overcharging thing. It's a pattern. But if there's ever a dispute over laser services specifically, the lady who wrote this letter from the insurance did note that the American Dental Association's current dental terminology says that laser is not supposed to be billed as a separate line. It's not supposed to be a separate service or procedure code. It's considered to be part of whatever the primary service is. So they can't just upcharge you because it's a separate non-covered service by insurance. But I think ah. that, I, I think that, that explains it pretty well. And this works for both medical and dental. Generally for HMOs is where there's a grievance process because PPO, you have the built-in choice. Um, There's a little bit of different procedures for each plan. But if you just say the words, I want to file a written grievance, how do I get a form for that? When you're talking to to the insurance, they'll they'll, they'll explain for you what to do. It may be in your member handbook. um, And then sometimes state regulators will have guides that are specific to your particular state. But as long as you say those, those words, I want to file a written grievance, you'll get better instructions and you'll get somebody who will actually take the time to, in my case, write a five-page letter about your complaint and analyze the whole thing. Nice. Well, Grayson, thanks for calling. I am... Uh, You're welcome. Thank you for taking... Um, do you yeah, want, um, have a good night. Uh, Tell people where to find you. Real quickly? Yeah. yeah, tell people yeah, where so to find it's you. Fixerpunk.com. F-I-X-E-R-P-U-N-K dot com um, or the Fixer Punk podcast on all platforms. All right. Thanks for calling, Grayson. We'll talk to you again some other Thank time. Thank you. You have a great night. And I'm going to go pass out and die. <laughs>
We good, Brett? That was the done? that was that was the uh, street fight HR meeting. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, uh, and that's how we end uh, the show. Now I'm gonna go pass out and die. Um, yeah, I want to uh, go. I mean, I I have friends that go and chase down every time they go to the doctor. By the time they get home, they're already sending an email of like, you need to see if this can be adjusted. <laughs> you know, nah, that's smart. So though. it I mean, works. People say it works, but uh, not my cup of tea. Really, not what I want to be doing with my time. Too much work. Too much. But uh, thank you. Yeah, fight the bastards anytime you can. Uh, and have a great night in Street Fight. We'll be back on Wednesday. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio. Peace. No need for bringing up my past. But you don't even know the head. Nah, you don't even know the head. Hard times don't last. I was down to my last then. Stayed down till I cashed in. Just like I imagined when I was riding around in that Magnum. A lot of pounds out of vacuum, and we got it now, and it ain't past tense. Looking like I got a second, and everybody acting like we back friends. I'm just laughing. Spent five, and I stashed ten off the back end. Got a ten mine and a black Benz with that F in. I don't know what they want from me. I just went and got my own money. Niggas acting like I own something. Same time, need a loan from me. I was trapped out with my phone jumping, and I cashed out, told them don't front me. I was searching for an early exit, trying to back out, cause I know they coming. I was sipping. On that syrup, hit me popping 30s, yeah, really roll running. I done done it, got murder, hit me with a 30 round clip and both gun. Niggas say they won't smoke, tell you no joke, man, that shit ain't no fun. I done really went broke from it, and I lost touch, made me go numb. Go numb. Ran it up once I sobered up, and four months counting 400, getting so much, got more coming, gotta focus, know they counting on me. Either that, or they counting me out, or both of them. Play my lawyer with the show money, bought a roll out the dope money. No need for bringing up my pay. But you don't even know the head. Nah, you don't even know the head. Hard times don't last. I was down to my last then. Stayed down till I cashed in. Just like I imagined when I was riding around in that Magnum. A lot of pounds out of vacuum. And we got it now, that ain't past tense. Looking like I got a second. Everybody acting like we back friends. I'm just laughing. Spent five and I stashed ten off the back end. Got a ten mine and a black Benz with that F in. I'm as private as I ever been. Cause you might turn states evidence. I'm just trying to make the president. Even though I hate the president. I don't wanna be competitive. Don't care who you think I ain't better than. If I lose, cause I let you in, so we can triple up when we bet again. I be telling all my young niggas, get it while you hot, hope it never ends. Fuck the bitch, then I kicked out, said I'm trying not to let the devil in. Had to lie, got my Instagram, then I fell in love with a set of twins. I was fucked up, then I met a plug, got my credit up, that's irrelevant. Why the fuck you watching my pockets, all in my business? Oh, you meddling. Must don't know I'm too intelligent I ain't fucking with you like I'm celibate No, I'm asking it Ran up this cash cause I'm passionate Been that nigga, better ask them niggas I wear a gun like it's fashion I ain't tryna pass them, better I'll ask them on my pad. But you don't even know the head Nah, you don't even know the head Hard times don't last I was down to my last then Stayed down till I cashed in Just like I imagined When I was riding around in that Magnum A lot of pounds out of vacuum And we got it now, that ain't past tense Looking like I got a sack in Everybody acting like we back friends I'm just laughing Spent five and I stashed ten off the back end Got a ten mine and a black Benz with that F in Sorry about